When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at Pro.Benzinga.com. So let me bring on my guest here, Tom Jensen, the CEO of Frere Battery. F-R-E-Y is the ticker. Uh, Tom, uh, I don't know where in the world you are, so good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are right now. Hi, Spencer. Pleasure to be on. I'm calling you from Oslo, Norway, okay. and it's a pleasure to be here. Good okay. to see you, Tell us about Frere um, and, and, and the company uh, and, and prospects for growth. Okay. So, uh, so Spencer, this is really about, this is a very simple sort of concept, but of course, hard to do. And, and the concept is really that the energy transition is upon us. And, and the energy transition really means that we need to move from a predominantly fossil-based fuel system to a renewable energy system. And batteries play an increasingly important role in that, not only for electric vehicles, which is commonplace knowledge for most people, but it's increasingly important also to decarbonize the energy systems globally. And I'll go into that in a little bit more detail, but let me just give you a little bit of a background note as to sort of why we're doing what we're doing and, and the context in which we're doing it. So, so I've been working on scaling disruptive innovation uh, for more than 10 years in the sustainability space in general. And about five years ago, I found myself walking around at Schiphol Airport feeling a little bit sorry for myself because I had an uppercut in a previous job. And it sort of dawned upon me the question that I know that I will be getting from my children 10, 15 years from now. And the question is, did you know? And did you know about climate change? Did you know what it's going to do about what, you know, the lives that we are living and so on? And what did you do about it? And I really do think the energy transition and moving away from a fossil-based system into a renewable-based system is really what is at the forefront of that. And batteries, Spencer, is the core solution to that for the next 10 years, at least. There is nothing else that compares. If the US, if the European Union, if Norway, if other countries around the world are going to stay within the agreements that they made in the Paris Agreement, we need to cut CO2 emissions in half by 2030. And that is such a daunting challenge that if we don't urgently decarbonize transportation, 
and urgently decarbonize energy systems globally, we will not get there. So Freier Battery was formed and, and born about three years ago with the idea that producing decarbonized batteries, i.e. batteries with as low CO2 footprint as possible, is a core solution into that challenge. So we really wanted to leverage what Norway has to offer. And for those of you who don't know Norway that much, Norway is a country that has over a century of experience in developing energy, energy intensive and process intensive solutions. Our energy system is close to 100% renewable and hydropower based. So what we are going to do in the next five years is we're going to build five gigafactories of decarbonized batteries in Norway for uh, EV application and for energy system storage application. And in addition to that, we have recently entered into uh, a process with a large U.S. multinational to replicate what we're doing in Norway, also in the United States. So we have an ambition to be a global champion in the battery cell manufacturing space. We want to do that using a fully renewable footprint. We want to decarbonize the batteries by 80% or more relative to how batteries are produced today. The market backdrop is fundamentally extremely solid. Demand is going through the roof. Every time we talk to our customers, uh, they increase their demand projections. So it's a fundamentally very strong market to be in. We think producing batteries in Norway with the availability of 100% renewable, low-cost energy in a business which is fundamentally energy intensive is something that you know is a really strong proposition. So that's Freire in a nutshell, Spencer. Let's talk about some of those other those energy storage applications. I think we all know about the EVs, right, and the opportunity there. But as far as the other applications, let's go into more detail about that if you can. Sure. So, I mean, in its simplest way, right, the sun shines when it shines, uh, and that's typically 12 hours a day or less. And what do you do when it doesn't shine? So you put part of that solar energy into batteries. And today, combining best available solar deployment or best available solar projects with best available lithium-ion battery solutions is actually competitive with fossil uh, fuel generation. And the same with wind. The wind blows when it blows. Uh, and what do you do when it doesn't blow? Then you use wind energy stored in battery solutions. And the good news is that we can do both and we are targeting to do both. We will be producing batteries based on actually a US-based technology company, 24M, out of MIT, which is a 10-year-plus uh, technology startup company that comes out of the US. In our opinion, probably the main disruption which have come to the lithium-ion battery space since it was introduced 30 years ago. And that technology is extremely suitable for energy storage applications. And why is this important from a US point of view? Because the main market for energy uh, system storage applications is going to be in the US. You need to go from a predominantly fossil-based energy generation system to a predominantly renewable energy-based system. And that's going to put a lot of strain on your grids and your power sort of systems in the various states. And batteries can actually come in and, and ensure that you avoid blackouts and et cetera. And you can do that cost competitively as opposed to relying on coal and gas peaker plants, et cetera. 
So this all sounds great. If you can indulge me for a second, uh, Tom, uh, and play devil's advocate here, what would what would have to happen or not have to happen for any of these plans to sort of not get there? So, like, what what, what is what is standing in your way right now? What are the biggest challenges to, to success? Because you just outlined a pretty rosy picture, a, a long term rosy picture, um, but obviously we don't know that that can happen yet. So what, what are, what are the biggest hurdles that, that are in your way and what would have to happen or not happen for, for this scenario to not, you know, be reality? So, so I think, so it's a great question, Spencer. So I think um, the market side, we don't see a lot of challenges on the market side because demand projections and demand specific demand dialogues that we're having with customers is very strong. Everyone wants, decarbonized low-cost batteries. And in fact, most of our customers are now mostly looking at the decarbonization aspect of the battery production itself, as opposed to the technical merit, if you like, of the batteries. You have to, of course, be uh, cutting edge when it comes to energy density, cycle life, and cost. Uh, And the technology that we have chosen, which we will take to scale in Norway, delivers on all of that and more. And by the way, our solution is probably 20% or more, uh, more cost competitive than conventional lithium ion batteries. So, but I think the core challenge that any battery producer will be facing is to be able to take these large projects to scale in an efficient manner and operate them excellently. So what, what we have done in this regard, and this is the biggest challenge, is that we have put together a team of Norwegian project execution experts. We put together a team of Norwegian operational excellence-centric people who have been working in the Norwegian process industry, which is a highly energy-intensive industry, which knows how to have extremely high uptime in production, high yield in production, and also low scrap rates in production, all of which is fundamentally important to be successful in the battery space. So in, in, in short, What we're trying to do to meet these challenges that you're rightfully pointing out, Spencer, is to actually take the best of what Norway has to offer, which is, of course, abundant, renewable, low-cost energy in an energy-intensive industry. We're then building batteries at scale in this location, and we're leveraging the century-long experience that Norway has in building energy-intensive and process-intensive industries and we put together the best, let's say, brains and experience in Norway. And then we couple that with battery experts from Japan, Korea, and China. And that combination with that backdrop, we believe is a very solid response to the challenges that any battery company will face. But I agree with you, this is going to be hard. We need to get up early in the morning and we need to sort of work every day to sort of deliver on our promises. And now, as you might know, we listed on the New York Stock Exchange just a couple of weeks ago, a momentous moment for me personally, when I was actually up on the balcony pressing the green button, but to actually have access to that amount of capital in the most sophisticated capital market in the world, and the largest one I might add, is fundamentally important, because this is a big numbers game. You need to play big to be successful. You need to have economies of scale to be successful. Our sort of three tenets, Spencer, uh, in our strategy is, again, reasonably simple. It's speed, scale, and sustainability. We need to move fast to be relevant for our customers. We need to go big 
to have economies of scale in our production. And it all needs to be based on a sustainable solution because ultimately the batteries are meant to accelerate the decarbonization of transportation and energy systems globally. So it all coming together in a way uh, and we feel extremely excited about where we are now and we look forward to the future. Since you brought it up, uh, why go public via the SPAC route? And did you consider other avenues? And uh, Tell us more about how you came to that decision. Yeah, it, 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 so Spencer, it's back to, uh, to what I said about uh, speed, scale, and sustainability. Because you need to be relevant in this market for your customers quite fast. And to be relevant, you also need to have an offering that is cost competitive. And a big part of being cost competitive is to build that scale. Now, if you want to build that scale in the battery business, you need to have large pockets of capital. So when we uh, started discussing with Alusa Energy uh, back in August of last year, uh, it was a very interesting and intriguing proposition for us. It meant that we could get access to the largest capital market in the world. We could get access to large pockets of capital fast. And all of that, combined with the Norwegian position, gave us a very strong, let's say, starting point for delivering on our promises. And we could even extend our promises beyond what we had originally envisaged by actually getting access to that capital market. So that's kind of why we did it. It was a fast way to get large pockets of capital at what we believed was a fair valuation at the time. Um, and, you know, we, 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 we plowed into it, so to speak, and, and we're able to sort of dive through all of the different issues that we needed to. And, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, we saw the flag up on the New York Stock Exchange and then, then now we're trading. So uh, we're very happy with all the investors we've gotten on board. And, uh, and this is just the start. So prior to being approached by Loose Energy, was this in the, was, was going public in the US, was that in the cars, was that in the planes at all? Or had you, had you not thought about that? So, so in all honesty, we were originally thinking about uh, going public in a stepwise approach on the various Norwegian markets. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, uh, we saw here a real opportunity to go bigger, faster, which really sort of spoke very well to us in terms of our strategic sort of beliefs. So we were super excited about it. And, uh, and this has proven to be a very viable strategy for us. We've gotten a lot of strategic investors on board, a lot of very strong financial investors on board. A lot of sort of discussions with, you know, uh, suppliers and partners and joint venture partners in the U.S. and beyond. Uh, so so far, this has been an absolute right uh, decision, and uh, we're super excited about it. It places a lot of, let's say, demands on us that we wouldn't otherwise have had. But I think this is a good thing. If we want to be, you know, a global champion in the battery cell manufacturing space we better be able to adhere to the requirements that is placed upon us by the New York Stock Exchange. So again, I think it's all good. You've already kind of talked about it, but if you can a little bit more, uh, can you explain why exactly Norway is so big in the renewable energy front? Yeah, so, so as you might know, uh, Norway is big on energy, right? Um, so we are one of the largest oil and gas producers in the world. So we have deep project execution expertise, and that's kind of where we're tapping our project execution expertise from, by the way, in very harsh environments. And we've been able to sort of operate very complicated facilities in the harshest environments in the world for decades. But prior to that, which is maybe less known to many, is that Norway has developed 
Europe's largest hydropower basis, right? So we're often referred to as the battery of Europe. So we have a 150 terawatt hour installed capacity annually of hydropower. We have about 10 to 20 terawatt hours of surplus capacity annually, which means that we can establish large energy intensive industries in Norway based on renewable energy. And given that Norway is, or used to be at least somewhat of a power island, the cost of that energy is also the lowest in Europe. And therefore, it's one of the lowest cost bases for battery cell production globally. And if you think about the cost structure of producing batteries, energy as a fraction of total cost of producing a battery cell can be as much as 40 to 50%. So if you then have access to surplus energy, which is half the price of the global average or less, then you're having a very strong starting point. On top of this, Norway and the Nordic region also has a broad variety of minerals and critical uh, input factors that you need into battery cell production. So over time and in the near future, we could also envisage to have all of the raw material supply coming out of the Nordic region. And the final point I'd like to make on this, Spencer, if I may, is Norway started the adoption of electric vehicles ahead of everyone else. More than 10 years ago, we started adopting electric vehicles. And today, 90% of all cars sold in Norway are electric in some way. So that means that we understand what happens to a society when you really deploy electric solutions at scale. And that also gives us, we think, an edge in how we're thinking about approaching these subjects. All right, Tom, I got to ask you about raw materials here. Uh, we're seeing a lot of weird things happen in the raw materials market, uh, many different markets around the world. Uh, how, how are those uh, input costs factoring into you right now? How, how are you feeling uh, the, that? Well, so, so, you know, this is a raw materials game. 70% uh, give or take of the cost structure of producing batteries come from raw materials. And as you know, it's lithium hydroxide, it's cobalt, it's manganese, it's nickel, it's graphite. It's a number of different elements that go in, depending a little bit on what battery you produce. Now, we are going to produce uh, lithium iron phosphate batteries and nickel manganese cobalt oxide batteries, so LFP and NMC batteries for, for those who are sort of well-versed in this. Uh, and what we are seeing, again, back to the advantages of Norway, is that all of the producers of these materials, be it miners and or processors of these, uh, these uh, metals, they want to come to Norway and partner with Freyr to capitalize on the low-cost renewable energy. Because all of these processes are also energy intensive. And therefore, to process them, you would benefit from doing it not only in an area where energy prices are low and green, which in a world that you know is placing an increasing price on carbon will be, uh, be an interesting place to be. But this is also the hub in Europe where a lot of capacity will be established. So you will both have as a raw material producer or as you know an input provider to the battery cell producers as us, you will not only have the cost advantages of being localized uh, in the country with low cost renewable energy, but you'll also be close to customers will be taking a large part of the volumes that you produce. So we have about 30 different dialogues ongoing in this space, including with all of the big recycling players. 
So we're very confident about uh, securing a decarbonized and low cost supply chain. And for the immediate sort of development of our facilities, and we've made the first investment decision on our first facility earlier this week, which we made public, uh, we've already secured the raw material supply to those. So okay. as we then over time uh, build out more and more facilities, and we're going to build five initially by 2025 in Norway, uh, we will localize that supply chain with world-leading providers of raw material supply. So, so you've already secured the supply for the first uh, 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 facility, but that being said, prices are going up, and surely you will feel that at some point if, if you haven't already. Well, so so raw material prices have been spiking as uh, uh, over the recent uh, months. That's true, but uh, then you need to look at the structure of the industry, and and the structure of the industry is such that many of the uh, large automotive uh, customers, for instance, they ask you to quote the price for the battery cells that you produce based on a given set of raw material prices, and then for many of these raw material prices, they take on the price risk because they want to ensure that you actually use raw materials from a particular raw material provider. And they want you as a battery cell producer to focus on the conversion part of the business and not necessarily the raw material part of the business. So uh, in our opinion, temporary bottlenecks in raw material supply leading to price hikes in, in raw material input is something that uh, the battery cell producers are managing through their relationship with their customers. And our offtake agreements with various customers factor in this uh, challenge. We can take upon that price risk ourselves, but then the pricing mechanism vis-a-vis -vis our customers reflect that volatility. Uh, and if we have a more fixed pricing arrangement with larger customers, then our larger customers take on that volatility in the raw material prices. So I, I did not know that. <laughs> I, did well, not, I did not know that. So, okay. And I, I guess it, it comes down to the the customers, which really, I guess what you're talking about is the is, is EV manufacturers are just, they, they see the demand and they're really, that's all that really matters. I think, you know, the, from, from the automotive point of view, as kind of the leading market segment in the electrification right now, uh, I think they have no choice. You yeah. know, uh, especially in Europe, they have to electrify. They have to do it fast. They're subjected to some really large penalties if they don't get the average CO2 emissions per fleet average down below the certain the thresholds, etc. So they are deeply incentivized to actually ensure that they get enough battery cell capacity online. And we are in a fortunate position to be the leading uh, player in what we believe is the best location on the planet to produce these things. And uh, you know, European uh, customers and U.S. customers, they don't want to rely too much on Asian supply. They yeah. want to have supply closer to home. Uh, and we are establishing production footprint in Europe. And we are uh, intending to establish production footprint in the U.S. We're going to deliver. Our aspiration is to be the lowest carbon footprint battery producer on the planet. We have U.S. technology, which in our opinion is the best solution out there in the lithium-ion battery space, extremely flexible solution. Um, and it's commercially introduced, so it's not sort of lab. It's not solid-state batteries that still have fundamental R&D ahead of them. It's something that can be delivered now. 
so again, back to sort of my reason for joining Freyr, it's really about how can we make a difference? How can we develop sustainable solutions at scale so that I actually have a good answer to my children uh, when they ask me, what did you do about yeah. the problem? Yeah. Tom Jensen is the CEO of Fryer Battery, ticker F-R-E-Y. He's up on the screen. Uh, Tom, it's been a pleasure to chat. Thank you for standing up late uh, with us. We appreciate it, and we'll have to keep tabs and have you back on uh, sometime down the road. Thank you, Spencer, and it's All great right. to follow you guys, and thank you for hanging on. All right. Have a good day, everyone. All right. Have, have a good weekend, Tom. Tired of getting left behind on winning trades? Join Benzinga's free masterclass on July 24th to learn how to spot breakout trades before they skyrocket. Featuring live interactive lessons on how to trade meme stocks, read charts, identify trends, and so much more. To register for free, go to events.benzinga.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.